Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, Let's jump into the book of Jude, where we've been looking at some things lately. And if you remember our last episode, we looked at verse 5 of Jude. Jude's only one chapter long. And Jude was writing to him, and he says, you know, I desire to remind you of something here. And he starts giving a lot of examples uh, that come, out, some out of the Old Testament, some out of Jewish writings that are not in the Old Testament. For instance, the book of First Enoch is referenced um, in this letter. <clears throat> we'll get to that some other time, okay, <laughs> when we get to it. But he's reminding of some things. And so what we saw in the fifth chapter, he said, you know, uh, you know these things and you've known them once for all, that the Lord, after saving a people out of the land of Egypt, subsequently destroyed those who did not believe. So as we saw in the last episode, he is showing them that God's going to deal with these certain persons that have crept in, the ones that long before him were marked out for this condemnation, the ones that are described as ungodly people. But he's warning these people, and he's given examples of how God will deal with things. Now, in verse 6, this is really interesting, okay? Give close attention. Verse 6, And angels who did not keep their own domain, but abandoned their proper abode, he has kept in eternal bonds under darkness for the judgment of the great day. And then there's a comma going into the next verse. So let me stop there for a moment, then we'll look at the next verse. So what does it say happened here? Jude, through the power of the Spirit, is letting us know that God has done something with a certain group of angels. These are angels who did not keep their own domain. They abandoned their proper abode. So the Lord has kept them in eternal bonds, and they're under darkness for the judgment of the great day. What's the great day? Likely the day of the Lord's judgment, the great day of judgment, the day of God's wrath. And then um, when the Lord judges all creation, he has kept them in these eternal bonds. Well, exactly what is he talking about? Well, let's read the next verse right here, which I think gives a little insight into some things. And also we'll have to Talk about this next verse next time. So I'm going to start with verse 6 again. And angels who did not keep their own domain, but abandoned their proper abode, he has kept in eternal bonds under darkness for the judgment of the great day, just as Sodom and Gomorrah and its cities around them, since they, in the same way as these, indulged in gross immorality, and went after strange flesh, are exhibited as an example in undergoing the punishment of eternal fire. Ooh, that's sort of interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So what he does is he actually gives two examples of some things that are happening. He said, and yet they have the same thing. And the same bottom line thing is this, that they went after strange flesh. That's the way it's described here in Jude verse 7. The angels went outside their domain, abandoned their proper abode. And you say, well, what is that? Well, let me hang on a second. I'll give you what I think it is. 
Sodom and Gomorrah what was theirs. They indulged in gross immorality. But when it says just as Sodom and Gomorrah, it ties it back to the angels. So the whole thing is, here's two different groups that went at their strange flesh, and here are two different groups that are being uh, punished. One's being held in eternal bonds under darkness until the judgment, and the other one is exhibited as an example. They're going to undergo the punishment of eternal fire. Sodom and Gomorrah underwent the punishment of God pouring forth his fire and his wrath upon them. But there's going to be a time when he brings forth eternal fire upon them. We'll talk about that a little more later. For now, let me take you back to Genesis chapter 6, which I think is the account of the angels. And so I'm going to read uh, seven verses, maybe eight. So that's, that's going to take the bulk of our time. But just go and check this out on your own, and perhaps we'll talk a little more about it. Genesis chapter 6, verse 1. Now, it came about when men began to multiply on the face of the land, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God, okay, the sons of God, if I'm not mistaken, the Hebrew there's Elohim, and that's really interesting. <coughs> the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves, whomever they chose. Verse 3, Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, because he also is flesh. Nevertheless, his days shall be 120 years. Verse 4, The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward. Now that is a really intriguing thing. They're on the earth in those days, and afterward. After what? Well, we'll see. So the Nephilim were on the earth in those days and also afterward when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his, his heart was only evil continually. The Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. Verse 7, The Lord said, I will blot out man whom I have created from the face of the land, from man to animals to creeping things and to the birds of the sky, for I am sorry that I have made them. Verse 8, But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And now you're going, oh, oh, okay, now I know where we are, right in the Bible. We know what's going on here. Uh, just some intriguing things right here and that I'll throw it out, out at you. Maybe we'll pick them up later, like I said. Uh, I believe that these sons of God right here are the angels that are being referenced to over here in Jude. Okay, that they came down, they cohabitated with the daughters of men. Now, I know immediately people go, so well, that's not possible, that's not possible, because God says the angels... Uh, don't partake in marriage. Now, yeah, God said that, but he did not say that they couldn't take on form if they were asexual. He didn't say that. These sons of God saw the women, that they were beautiful, they came down, and they took them. The very next verse, the Lord says, you know, my spirit's not going to strive with man forever. Man had become so wicked, so evil. He says here that his days will be 120 years. People think, well, that's, just, uh, that's as old as anybody will ever grow. No, that's, that's not what he's talking about. He was setting the clock right there from the time judgment was coming. Okay, from the time that judgment is coming. <coughs> so he says this to him. 
that he was sorry. He says this to us. He says, I want to blot out men. I'm sorry. Which is interesting because I think the King James says that the Lord repented. Whenever we think of that, we think of sin. But that's not at all what's happening. It just grieved the Lord's heart that man had become like this to such a point that the Lord was sorrowful that he had made him. And so people will say, well, but didn't God know this was going to happen? Yep. Did God know that he was going to be sorrowful? Yep. He knew all that. Well, I don't understand that. Well, I totally understand the fact that we don't understand. <laughs> but that's what the Scripture says. Okay. Last point right here. It says the Nephilim, which you see throughout the Scripture, were on the earth in those days and also afterward. The reason I think that's interesting is because Genesis 6 is the beginning of the flood story. That's the reason we saw right here Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And we know that when the flood came that uh, there were only eight people survived. But here it says that the Nephilim were on the earth in those days and afterwards. The inference being after the flood. And then you do see the Nephilim on the earth in other portions of the scripture well after the flood. So the question is, how is that? Well, there's some intriguing answers, uh, which we're not going to get into right now. For right now, just know this, that the Lord is going to hold those who do evil in judgment. He's going to hold them to account. In June, he's sitting there and he's telling these folks, he said, this is what's going to happen. These folks that have crept in, they're going to be judged in the same way that uh, Israel was judged when they came out of Egypt. And these angels who kept the, did not keep their own domain were judged. Anyway, we'll press on. I'm Dale. I'll see you then.